This when oh, I take I this, I, I think about showering with a beer. <laughs> That's yeah. what that. Oh, that, I've like, had many a shower beer. Coors Light is uh, Coors Light's one of the best choices oh, for that. Like nothing like tasting the Rockies while hot water's hitting your body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now my audio's coming in. There it I is. I had the mic too far away like an amateur. Yeah. Like what you like get in the booth, Nick. Come on. Yeah. Yo, turn me up in the headphones, bro. Turn me up, headphones. Turn me up in the fucking headphones, bro. Gonna go in. Oh, uh, that was no. the funniest joke in high school for me. <laughs> my friends and I kept you know, that's for a, a long that's time. That's about when that was funny for me. <laughs> turn my headphones up. Had to bring it back out. <laughs> All right, now turn them down. It's, <laughs> it's election week is what it is. Yeah. We gotta talk about it because it's time. Really? Do we? I think so. I was thinking we wouldn't. I had nah, something else let's talk to talk about. about. Well, let's talk about that too. What do you have to talk about? Let's go with that first. All right. Hang on. Bucket, be quiet. Okay. There. Uh, let's I talk swear about- to God, I have a fun election take. It's not like okay. actually really talking about the election. It's just okay. like silliness. Well, when this comes out, it's going to be done and it won't, ma- it won't be. Uh, let's, let's not go that far. I mean, it might not be done. It might That's be a true. whole might be... storm clusterfuck that we didn't even imagine. Or it could be the one we imagine, or it could be, or it could just be happy. Maybe I... it's just peaceful. Maybe it's just Maybe. birds. Who knows? Up. Who knows, Nick? But what I can tell you is like right now, that's why I'm, I have broken my personal, yeah, cheers. Cheers, player. (laughs) Like all it took was just a wild election and like COVID couldn't do it, but. uh, uh, Donnie T made it happen. Yep. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. (laughs) And of course, like I'm classy enough that like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, totally throw in the towel on my sobriety for, for uh, just pure class, you know. I Finest just those, ruin all the land. <laughs> those those um, silver bullets and and blue uh, blue mountains. Blue mountains like the Democrats, because mm-hmm. you voted for Joe Biden and so did I. Dude, do you remember when they had the speed? Wait, was this one the one that had the speed hole? Like they had like the extra vent thing. Maybe that was. Ooh, I do remember the. I feel vent. like that was Coors Light. Maybe I think it, it might have been Miller Light. Mm, no, it wasn't Miller. There was like a minute where they were just like, "Yeah, people are just using this to party, so let's just go full in. Let's just go all in on it." God, I'm trying to remember which beer that was, but I remember the vent. There was like, like a little of a speed hole vent. Because do you remember? Did you ever do a speed hole? Let's just get into that. This when no, I take I don't think this, I, I think about showering with a beer <laughs> that's yeah. what that oh i've like, had many a shower of beer that. Coors Light is uh, Coors Light's one of the best choices oh, for that. like nothing like tasting the Rockies while hot water's hitting your body yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's it's refreshing and relaxing like you're not gonna sip like a nice beer you're not gonna take like a black I've taken porter a, I've, into I've the taken shower i've taken a nice hazy ipa into the shower but it's not the same it kind of no kind of no. sucks i tried i it did it just the other day with like a sour beer like a <laughs> ew and i love a sour beer <laughs> but in the but shower shower uh the sour beer is not a shower beer yeah the sour beer was not the correct choice no 
You want to go like a Coors Light. Coors Light. Drill, like I yeah. think the heaviest you do for a shower beer is just like a um, a just a Budweiser regular. Yeah, Bud heavy. Bud heavy. Bud heavy. Yeah, yeah. Go Bud heavy. But like even Bud heavy. A banquet. Like, Coors banquet. Yeah, like a banquet. A high life. A, a champagne of beer, something yeah. like that. You can't be. You can't be. Yeah, you can't be drinking like nine percent alcohol by volume no. in the shower. That seems like you're about to kill yourself. Yeah, that's you're just like... like getting hammered hard, like hammered in a shower. Like if I was I... drinking this this glass of whiskey in my shower, <laughs> yeah, like no, that's like come on. that's like the end of the movie about the like troubled artist. That's like Ugh. who just never kicked his depression, and now he's drinking in a shower, and then he cuts his head off with a knife or whatever. <laughs> if he you had said. Out that you drink that kind of stuff in the shower, I'd have to cancel this podcast. I'd be like, I'm sorry, dude, we're done. <laughs> we're done. You know, that would this make is me... the last episode. No, that it's would make me happening. like an, an, a misunderstood <laughs> genius. I'd be one of those people that like my comedy would never take off now, but in like 50 years, someone would discover the clips and be like, dude, this fucking guy knew what was up, man. <laughs> like, like people would be citing you. On, yeah exactly like, they'd like, be like this was one of the misunderstood geniuses of comedy right jokes he i wish i had open mics he did nine months of open mics <laughs> man but he was, was already brilliant. a genius he was you should brilliant. hear his takes on imperfect produce <laughs> his fucking fruit rap concerts <laughs> let's, let's just throw all your your premises under the bus yeah my three just fucking premises <laughs> like back up i, I did them. comedy for nine months and then there was a pandemic i can't really claim to be a genius so it's a lot more fun to make Dude, it was only nine months oh that's crazy i don't know mar it would, actually it was 10 it would have been a year at the end of April, and we wrapped it up in the middle of March. It wasn't. I thought so March was March was when we started the class, but I don't count that. Uh, I count I count when I started getting on stage, which was when, was when the after. class ended. Okay. So end of April, we, beginning we took of May. A, we took a comedy class. That's how Nick and I met. Um, yeah, that's how I started I had comedy. Moved, I moved to Portland, and Portland made me feel like i no longer knew how to do comedy so i took a comedy class <laughs> because uh i am not diverse enough for portland yeah i said it <laughs> like, i'm just another white guy <laughs> and i took a class but i don't regret it no regrets it was really fun i met some cool people like and it it plugged me in in another way but i also am just a fan of i'm a, i'm such a fan of beginner's mind so like never stop learning i'm going to tell a quick story i took class at ucb which is upright citizens brigade it's like the hot theater for like everyone to mm -hmm. it, it's like the, the the one that everyone goes to that goes on to bigger things or whatever it's almost like a requirement for a lot of actors now it's kind of a weird thing Oh, to have like UCB improv or whatever. It, it like, yeah, it has some pull for like, huh. like if you've taken UCB, if you have like the graduated whatever. It, so mm -hmm. it means something. It's stupid, but it, it it's a great class. Actually, you know what? It was the best improv classes I've ever taken where I took the, the 101 and the 201 classes there and they're the best. But for me, it was also like I'd been doing improv for a few, like I had taken classes a few years prior and I had been practicing it. Like I was on an improv team and stuff. So for me, it was refresher. Um, 
it wasn't like the first time I had taken improv. So I got it on a deeper level. Long story long, uh, in my 201 class, none other than Maria Bamford was in my class, which I didn't figure out until like halfway through the first day, we like did some like get to know you exercises. And she was just like, hi, I'm Maria. And it was just like, and I remember the moment where we all like, it was like, there's everyone realized it's like, Oh, what Maria that was. (laughs) This was when she lady dynamite season two had just dropped. Like, she was at the height. She was like a person who has everything I would ever want in comedy. Mm-hmm. And here I am pretending. In an improv class with her. With fucking yeah. this person. It was like, and she was wearing clogs. I remember that. I, I just thought it was an interesting observation that she was wearing clogs. Um, like, and uh, I was like, who the fuck wears clogs? Oh, Marie Bamford does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what I learned from that was just like, it's never over. It's never over. You can always learn something. Cause like mm-hmm. she was take. I remember watching her. She's like taking notes just like I am. And I was like, Oh, that's what it takes. Like, this is a person that has everything I have ever wanted that I would ever want in comedy. And they are taking notes in a 201 improv class with me. Um, and it just, that was like, where I, I think I had a bit of a turning point because I just like, I, I, I look at everyone as what can I learn? Not, not like use, not like a negative use type context, but like, I like to, to listen to people and think, what can I learn from this person? Mm-hmm. Regardless of their, their position in whatever the thing is. Like, and, and I've actually gained some value. And sometimes it's like, it's sometimes it's what to do and sometimes it's what not to do. You can learn. I think I can. I like to learn from other people. I don't necessarily need to be the one that goes through whatever it is to learn the lesson um, as well. So, yeah. no, I think that's really good. That's that's like actual sound life and comedy advice that you just dropped in this podcast. Yeah, in the middle of it, like it's it's something that I, I we should I maybe really, maybe we should cut this part out as the clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like me giving like Bjorn being actually inspirational and giving like excellent advice. All it took was uh one course. There you go. Sobriety <laughs> sobriety's bullshit, dude. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, dude. Oh no. It's just like I can just, you know, get that un- cool lager unfiltered yeah, packaged bjorn advice yeah no you've, you've been fucking boring this whole year now you're back on the wagon off the wagon wherever you are you're on the cool wagon now <laughs> on the drinking course. with the cool kids yeah no that's a terrible thing to say but that, you know that was a wild tangent that was it wasn't even what i was planning on talking about the thing i no, was pl- the, thinking about no today. but you got like serious and like made good points so i had yeah. to ruin it by yelling no i loved it i loved it please yeah. ruin more of my points no, I'm, I've got I've got some other terrible points. <laughs> so, so the other the other thing, the thing that I was thinking about right before is I've been thinking about uh, like goals and like adjusting my goals and changing them and just like because for me I've, I'm in an interesting moment. This is about I'm <laughs> I'm about two seconds away from kind of a humble brag, but like when I set a goal. I tend to achieve that goal. Like if I truly set a goal, I mm-hmm. achieve it. 
And the downside to that is sometimes I lose all direction. So I'm in a point in my life where like, I've hit a lot of my goals and I don't know what to do with myself because I've achieved, it's, it's like, because I've achieved them. And then there's sort of the like, okay, now what? And I think those now what moments are, I think they're important, but like I've hit one of those. Like mm-hmm. I have a fairly successful, and I think I, I'm fairly successful in a lot of things that I'm doing, but not like wildly successful, but I also set the bar pretty low. And so I've been thinking about that, like, okay, maybe it's time to like, you know, put on your big boy pants and like pick this bar up off the ground, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like and set it at a little bit higher marks. Cause, uh, maybe- no, but it's, it's worth celebrating your achievements. Yeah. I mean, you do have a successful business, like a business that you started pays all of your bills. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the vast, vast majority of people will never get to say that in their life. That's true. I've, no. I've, I've never been able to say that. Maybe I will in the future, but as of now, I still have a boss. Yeah. Like so, no hate on my company. I'm, I'm fine. I'm happy with my job and all that, but like, but like, I still have a boss. You don't have a boss. No, I don't. You now know? something I, I want to be, I'm, I'm working on trying to be more honest about mm-hmm. it's because a lot of times people, when they talk about business and businesses that they start, they're just like, yeah, I just like bootstrapped my way to the top or whatever, where they mm-hmm. like, they're like, yeah, you just got to like work hard, show up, do the, and then you'll be successful. Now, I, something that, I d- that gets left out a lot and that I think I want to change is that like part of being able to have a successful business is I did get some inheritance. Like I'm, gonna, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not gonna pretend like I didn't have a, some assistance there. Like I didn't just like hard work and perseverance. There was some inheritance and I used that inheritance to like pay off my school debt. So I don't have that. Like yeah. a lot of people have like school debt <clears throat> hanging over them. And mm-hmm. so I would be lying if I said like, oh yeah, you just got to like work hard. You're just not fucking working hard enough, man. <laughs> it's like, no, I, I got some assistance, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I chose to spend that towards just like. But the thing is, there's lots debt. of people that get lots of assistance and they don't do fucking anything with it. So like it's still worth tra- taking credit for like what you did do. Yeah. Thank you. you. Know. Thank you. Yeah. Cause Thank you got inheritance, but you didn't just buy like a fucking shoes. <laughs> well, you, you bought some shoes, but you Double. didn't buy them all at the same time. You yeah. didn't just like buy a ridiculous car and then have zero money and yeah. still live in a shitty apartment, still have no job. Like yeah. you paid off student loans. That's like a great thing to do with money. Reduce yeah. your debt. Like, like that's not that that's i I feel like you still need to take credit for your accomplishments well thank of, you i mean i mean it's, I'm not it's fine to it. like okay i'm just i'm just saying, making sure you're not being like but i did have this little bit of money came in I just, here and that i just little feel bit like there. so often there's like entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship is, things they just also, like they they gloss over the fact that like they were able to and the other thing is like i've gotten some loans from family mm-hmm. because uh businesses haven't wanted to touch me and the, the, the crazy thing about business and a lot of things in life is like nobody wants to take a risk on you, but like family will take a risk on you. You can talk family into things. And if I'm just going to give any like random business advice, yeah, one of the I'll best. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind for when I have a terrible idea. Well, 
Uh, random business oh, advice that I've gotten is if you want money, mm-hmm. ask for advice. If you want advice, ask for money. That little, mm. that little thing is so true. It's crazy. Like as a person who's gotten some um, family to help me out, I'd have to say like, it comes from like when you ask for advice, it, it's so crazy. Cause yeah, if you ask for money, they're just going to give you advice. Mm-hmm. But if you ask for advice, eventually they might uh, give you money. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, that's a good point. It's like a softer sell. And yeah. uh, anyway, that, that sounds really gamey. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you got to be, a, there, a business is a little bit gamey. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> to I be a successful like, business, it's like you buy it for less and sell it for more. So I that f- is somewhat I gamey. feel like that's instinctual for some people. Like, like that concept. Cause I know for a fact that like back when I was in college, when I was like broke, broke, like if yeah. I needed extra money from my parents, I didn't just call them up directly and ask. I would call them up. I maintained a good relationship with them and I still do. Yeah. Not, not because I needed money, but like when I did need money, I would definitely just like, I, I never would directly ask for it, but I definitely did kind of what like, I was like, man, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, I don't think, you know, I'm really busy with school. I got 18 credits a semester and, you know, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. all this. I'd be going, I'd be doing math on the phone. I would just be like, Nick, do you need me to send you some money? Like, <laughs> well, you know, I hate asking for money, but it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know? No, no, no. I, I, yeah. Just being that, that yeah, you gotta, person. Uh, and I'm not saying game people, but no, like no, that's... I don't, I, I, I don't know if I consider that gaming people or not what I did there, but I mean, it's all a game at the end of the day, but my point being like, I was thinking about it and it's just like, I got to set some bigger goals and I got to, and, and right now, like, it's, it's so weird thinking about goals. Cause like, you got to like, expand bearskin. You guys got to like start selling in stores or something. I, I'm selling some stores. I make more money selling direct though. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, and and the sponsor some podcasts. Thing, I yeah, I like beyond ours. <laughs> like we really need to do ad reads for Bearskin. I really want to do ad reads for Bearskin. All here. right, we can do. We can start doing that. I yeah. did one by. I accident. want you to read ad copy, and then I'm just gonna fuck it up the way like you know how Bill Burr does on yeah. all the podcasts yeah, where yeah. he just like goofs around with the ad read. Okay, to the point then... that he's the only person that people don't skip the ads on. Like. Like Bill it does Burr's make it ad harder. Reads, it's harder to skip those ads. You miss you, jokes if you skip ad reads in Bill Burr's podcast. That's Everyone brilliant. else's podcast, I'm just like, fuck that. <laughs> skip, fuck skip, your skip. ads. <laughs> I don't care about Blue Chew. My fucking dick still works. Like, I skip through that shit. But Bill Burr's podcast, I listen to all of them because he's a genius and because he makes them funny. And yeah. so I think if we do ad reads, we have to do that. Okay. I like that we're just planning the podcast during yeah, the on podcast. the podcast. It's like this is what we this is double how, dipping, dude. You just took that you just yeah. took that chip and just put it in the mm-hmm. salsa again. <laughs> yeah, because that's my fucking salsa. That's my salsa. I bought it. My salsa. I bought that salsa. I'll dip, dip my fucking nuts in that salsa if I fuck. I'll double dip my nuts in that salsa. Double if I want. dip these nuts, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, hope, dude! This is America. I hope that becomes a thing. Double, Double dip, dip these nuts. <laughs> I want that to become uh, something that other people say in an yeah. 
appropriate situations. Yeah. So I, I want us to have fans and then for those fans to say that and then like get in trouble with their mother-in-law. <laughs> like uh, that would make me so happy. Yeah. And we will. It's we're going to get there. Like, cause like some of my goals and I'm just going to be like, once again, I'm like being transparent on this, just like on the podcast. Like mm-hmm. I want, I want to try and make these, this podcast more successful. Like something that I, I actually want your feedback on this and I'll do yeah. it on air. Uh, so last year, my goal was I wanted to be doing three comedy weekly comedy shows. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. And I achieved it right before everything shut down, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a few months before. So, I mean, my, I guess it was a two years ago, like around when I started doing, when I met you mm-hmm. was when I made this goal. Was I wanted to have run three weekly comedy shows of some capacity, and by the end of the year, I absolutely achieved that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to figure out if that was an unrealistic goal that I set for myself, or was it just like so easy that I just could have done it and it wasn't? Do you think it was just like I, I, it was an easy goal, or? No, I think it was an achievable goal. I don't think I don't think it was an easy goal because you had to build you had to like do the open mic for long enough that you knew everyone to book in the scene and okay. that everyone knew you and saw what you could do with an open mic and was willing to do your show. Yeah. So that's between like doing the open mic for a year got you that like you and Todd doing that open mic where you had lights, you had it you had it set up so that it was a fun thing to watch. Yeah. Like for real people. Cause real people would show up to your mic. Cause it was oh, yeah. like, it was well produced. There was a stage, there were lights. It wasn't just like some idiot in a corner talking yeah. into a fucking, in a dark corner, talking into a microphone, just like, you know, it wasn't annoying. Like some open mics. Yeah. Can be. Well, so your we- mic was good. You got okay. people who don't go to every mic, like good comics in the scene, would show up to your shit because it was good, because they knew they could get reasonable feedback. There would, mm-hmm. might be an audience, or at least comics are paying attention, which is more than can be said for half the mics in <laughs> yeah. the world. So, like, yeah, I think doing that mic proved like that you had to do that for a certain amount of time and prove that you were someone that they would want, like, take a show from yeah and then starting the other shows after that you know you follow the same format of setting it up with a nice you know lights and a curtain and a stage yeah it wasn't just a trash show where it was just like yeah we put a comic in a corner yeah you know? yeah and then the so lines that i was I booking you, were pretty solid too and yeah so- and we were like i i know with school night like the show that i was involved in that you did you know we were careful on the lineups and we actually put some thought into it so it was like and I know you put thought into the other one too. So yeah. like, you know, I, I, I don't think it was, I don't think it was like a crazy goal, but yeah. I don't think it was too easy of a goal too. Like you had to take some steps and, and put in some work in order to achieve it. So, okay. Thank but you. Yeah. Cause I was so worried going into that. Like I set that goal and then the closer and closer I came to achieving it, I was like, well, nobody else does this is that like and it's so interesting to me because i feel like people who are who are successful 
push outside of what everybody else does. Mm-hmm. So there is that balance yeah. of like, wait, nobody else is doing this. Uh, am I <laughs> just going to be more successful than these people? Or am I just an idiot for doing something that is not possible? And uh, No, and I don't know. The way I kind of... I've been, I've, I've, I've had, you know, many months to just do a lot of thinking lately. Yeah. 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 And yeah, we- uh, yeah, the way I kind of think about Portland right now and Portland comedy and like my role, like what I'm doing with comedy in Portland is like, this is where I'm starting and mm-hmm. it's all just practice. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of to some extent, every market that isn't like New York, LA, yeah. maybe Austin now, like <laughs> is sort of practice. Yeah. To some extent. I like that. So, like, you know, so what it, you're doing, you're just running lots of shows. You're learning to run shows. Yeah. Like that's the next step from what I'm doing is showing up and getting on stage. Like at this point, that's really what I need to do with my time. And yeah. what you need to do with your time, you've done what I've, what I need to do. You've done a lot of showing up and getting on stage. So like, the next best use of your time is producing shows, hosting, you know, still getting on stage a lot, which yeah. the shows help with, but then you get to host a lot, you know, you get that, that practice and producing shows and just kind of, just kind of building a reputation, meeting, meeting comics, whoever we get on the show, like people who come in from out of town, like, yeah. you know, yeah, you met, there were various comics that came in from LA and New York that like hit you up to be on your shows. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so now you have those connections and uh, those people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it all just, I think it's, for me, I'm looking at all of what we're doing right now as practice for like, when we're professional comics, this is, this is like comedy college. Yeah. You got to take the 100 level, then the 200 level, then the 300 level, the 400 level courses. It's just all just doing... And then you go to a new city and you realize that none of those credits transfer. So you have to start over. I feel like you keep saying that. Like, I got to take math again. (laughs) Right. You keep saying that, dude. But I feel like I don't believe you 100%. Yeah. I believe you to the extent that no one knows you. But also, like, if you show up and have actual comedy skills, like, people who know about comedy will notice that. Yeah. Like you're not showing up to a new city and then also forgetting literally everything you ever learned on stage. <laughs> That's true. You're just showing up and no one knows you. Yeah. So you roll around for a few months, just be patient. And if you're good at comedy, I feel like people be like, oh, this fucking guy is funny. Yeah. And then they'll talk to you and then they're like, oh, he's been doing comedy for years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Want to do my show? Right. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like if you actually put in a year in literally any market, you know, like you're going to yeah. end up where you belong. It's okay. like, it's like a chess rating. All right. I've, How is it like yeah. a chess rating? <laughs> okay. So the way a chess rating works <laughs> is you start at least on, on like the online chess, you start at an even 1000. And so you play players who are rated similar to you, like within a hundred points, 200 points for every game. If you're pay, playing someone rated more than you, if you win, you gain maybe 10 points, they lose like they and they lose those 10 points. If they win, if they're rated higher than you, they only gain like six and you lose six. And if you draw, if they're rated higher, you might 
win like two. Okay. Basically what happens is you win. If For every game you win, you get points. For every game you lose, you lose points. And you transfer those points to your opponent. And okay, and so what? Uh, what happens? So if what you happens? Hit zero. Is you don't hit. <laughs> no one hits zero. You can. You can really suck at chess and be rated like six hundred. Anyway, okay. I'm rated like nine fifty. I'm terrible. Anyway, I, I, feel like I, I, I hit like a thousand last week, and then I've been on a losing streak this week. I've just just been trash. Anyhow, okay. Basically, what it does is since you. It, it basically, if you're rated a thousand, but you're actually like an 800 player, you're just going to lose games until you get down to where you're rated. Okay. At roughly what you are. Yeah. Because you'll be winning and losing like an even number of games at whatever rating you actually really play at. So if you play people at uh, close to that rating, you'll. Yeah. So it's yeah. like to compare to like if you're, yeah, like an it. open mic or level chess <laughs> player, like it's. 7 to 1200 700 to 1200 rated player that's like an open mic level chess player yeah if you play us an, an 1800 you're just gonna get crushed you won't okay. even know what happened you'll be like this person is a genius it'll be gotcha. like playing the queen's gambit girl like she's <laughs> just gonna smash you yeah you know so it's like your rating just naturally you just kind of end up where you belong naturally and I okay. feel like in comedy that sort of happens because there's so many people yeah. involved that kind of it it just sort of everybody kind of knows where you're at yeah right I mean, though there is some level of like the longer you're in a scene the the like more you, you kind of it's almost you do have to kind of start over and you have to play some like so it's and it's like a chess so it's like a chess rating but instead of being online, it's like being a chess rated in your local club. Yeah, yeah. Because in your local club, you might just learn how to beat everybody else who plays there. But right. then you play like an actual good player from another town and you get your ass kicked because they know how to play chess and you just know how to beat seven people. Right. There's also like, with that, there's like local references and stuff like that. So sometimes you can like, because if you're playing in the same place all the time, Mm-hmm. it's di- like you have like a little bit of like home court advantage in in some level on some level uh all right i feel like we should start talking about shoes a little bit <laughs> i guess we could we could we could mm-hmm. uh i wasn't able to transfer seamlessly into shoes <laughs> all right but did so you, did you take any like? l's this week did you take any l's this week? oh what did i nah I mean, a Tuesday night, I was worried we we're all about to take an L. Yeah, Jesus. And we might still be about to take Who an knows? L. No, but no. Uh, what did I, did I, maybe the mochas, did those drop in the past week? Because I took an L on them, but like, yeah. I really didn't care about those shoes. I was probably going to resell those if I got them. <laughs> I would have kept them. I liked them. I, I, I didn't know. Like I got two pairs of ones them. and they... They weren't like. A I wonder what those mochas are going for right now. I'm just gonna look it up. Um, what do you think? Do you think higher or lower than retail? Oh, I think they're above retail, but I don't think they're crazy. I bet they're going for like two eighty. Two eighty, and we're gonna do size in our we're size. Do a size ten. Size, size 10. ten. You think two eighty? I'm gonna say two eighty. So they retailed for. Excuse me. One seventy. Uh, One seventy. Uh. 
they are right now, if you were to buy them off StockX there, 330. <laughs> Damn. Underestimated. See, I told you I would have resold those. I, I didn't need those and I would rather have $330. So yeah, it's good that I didn't get them because <laughs> someone else needed them more than me, obviously. Obviously. Well, it's because they kind of look like those. Um, the, they look like the Travis Scott. The Travis Scott's just with the, with the, so we're talking about the dark mocha, um, uh, Jordan one highs that released. And so they look like the Travis Scott. They have just like a Brown heel, yeah, like Brown, black, and mostly white with the, but with a regular swoosh, not like the backwards swoosh, right. like the Travis Scott, but really it's just like a black and white Jordan one. The same is like black, swoosh uh white body um black toe cap uh white or like the thing that goes over the toe cap whatever that's called yeah the thing around the edge yeah and then the but the part with the holes is, white. is white and then mm-hmm. it's got like the lace holes are black but then like the wings and the heel cap are brown like a dark yeah brown thing kind of a dumb i don't really like it now that i'm like looking mm-hmm. at it and thinking about it I know I went for it, but I didn't hate it. I just it was like far from my favorite Jordan one. Like, like why didn't they do the mocha on the toe part? I don't know. Like that, it just feels weird to me. I kind of like the fact that they had three different colors. I think it added a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) you did. Yes. Why? What did it add, Nick? (laughs) I think the different colors added a little little extra to the shoe. I think it was just brown and white. It'd be boring, and the black added a third color and made it less boring i hear you but i disagree mm-hmm. <laughs> I think well it's that's be... okay well I, like i like everyone's that everyone's entitled to their own opinion they are and that's my opinion um mm-hmm. we should i'm excited i feel like you hate this shoe i love the shoe that we're talking about mm-hmm. today uh this is sorry it's actually it's literally in the box right now mm-hmm. today we are gonna talk about because my... you love it so much what that's yeah, why because it's i love it box. so much and not because it hurts mm-hmm. my feet when i no, wear them that's what happens when you love a shoe a lot is you literally never wear it and keep it in the box <laughs> is that what that is that how that works mm-hmm. uh <laughs> wait really <laughs> so this is uh the this is the court purple uh jordan spizike it is a hybrid shoe of a whole bunch of shoes i don't remember all of them off the like top the of my three head three and the five mostly like three yeah but it's got the four it's you can't even see it oh it's got the mesh from the four and then it might have the tongue like that plastic tongue from the six it's got the five uh tongue thing. oh does it that's uh, i'm pretty sure that's a five it's got the mm-hmm. little plastic thing this is the five the mesh on the side is more of the five not the four the only thing okay. from the four is the wings the little spider spider wings. oh yeah it has those little wing things and then yeah and then it's got the sole from the three. It's got the sole from the three. It's got the um, the elephant print from, is that the three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. And then, yeah, the bottom is kind of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has got the the little, like, I don't know. I think this is like the five, this mm-hmm. part. It is. Um, and yeah, then like the, the bit around your ankle. Yeah, yeah, the ankle part, which I like that. Uh, and then mm-hmm. these are a collaboration with uh, Spike, jo- uh, Spike Jones. <laughs> Spike Lee. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Not the white guy, the black director. 
Uh, so it's got his face on the heel tab, and then it's got his little logo from his movies on the right. shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a little pull tab. I like these shoes. I love the way they look, um, but they hurt my feet, so I can't wear them for more than a day. Mm. Uh, I love, I love the 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 tongue and the like. I really like the hybrid that they did. I like this shoe. Oh, something else that these ones have is they have kind of they have the um the what's that called patent they've got the patent leather on them as well oh okay there's like a little hit of patent leather there's like the Ooh. elephant and then the patent leather there um kind of around cool. so i guess that would be like off the 11 is that that's wrong i don't know yeah the 11 has patent leather on it i don't know they've thrown patent leather into a lot of different shoes over the years but but yeah, the 11th one that's known for it. No, they're not. I don't hate the way those look at all. I think they're a, objectively a cool shoe. Mm-hmm. I think of the Jordan hybrids, they're probably my favorite. Those 312s that you have are pretty cool too, but I think this, the Spizike is probably the coolest Jordan hybrid. I don't know. For me, I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't think I would ever buy any of those Jordan hybrids. Mm-hmm. They don't really, like, they don't really mean anything to me. So it feels like, why would I buy those? But I don't know. I get why you like them because they are all the things, all the elements that you like from Jordan shoes are kind of on those. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All my favorite parts of each one of those yeah. shoes are yeah. on this shoe. And so if you, like, do they, they hurt your feet. So if you bought another pair, would you just go a half size up? Maybe they're just kind of a narrow shoe. Mm-hmm. And so that like makes me worried about buying a pair of fives, honestly, because it feels mm. like. What about a pair of threes though? Because they're closer to the three. I on know the... on the sole part of it. So I don't know. Have you ever tried on my, I've got the, those red threes. You should I try have... those on. I really if you should. decide to buy those blue ones, try my red ones on and see if they fit. Okay. Or if they fit like the Spizike and then go maybe half size up. Yeah. And then just half size up. Uh, it's, it's just like the toe is kind of narrow and hurts my hurts my weird big foot. Okay. Uh, hmm. I here I'm just gonna pull up the I mean I have it pulled up right now, yeah. um, so we can kind of just like show because it's hard to see with the with the lighting. You can kind of see it more. This is like a black on black on black shoe. That's the tough thing about it, mm-hmm. and that's my biggest complaint about this specific one is like when I wear them, nobody even notices them. Like they don't get any notice. Like this is a bit of a sleeper in Mm -hmm. that like nobody really notices them, but you can kind of see there's like the elephant. Yeah. I've got a coworker who's into sneakers and we were talking about that same thing. And those shoes, shoes that are colorways like this, where it's all dark is like, they're cool, but they're also like, they're so kind of boring. Yeah, they really are. They really blend in with the rest of shoes. Right. Whereas like white, like colorways that are a base white, like black with like a bright color, like those orange ones I have, mm-hmm. where it's like black, but then bright orange, like those colorways still really pop. Or like, like, why didn't they do the, the regular elephant print? Cause like the black cement threes are a black cube, but they really pop. They did a, there they was the regular like, gray elephant print and it they, really they... makes the whole shoe pop. They did do one. Nope. It's still, it's pretty much the same. 
actually like this one a little bit more, but I'll show yeah, it to like, you. Yeah, like the bread force too. They have all the like the gray bits and the red. Yeah, like it makes the shoe pop compared to like they did a little bit on this one with the with the spider web thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Even still, that, well, that little white stripe around it that makes it a little more flashy. But so the white patent leather is what this one has. Yeah. Um, and it goes around the toe, so it's yeah. kind of. Yeah. So, but with these, let's see. So mm-hmm. these are, it's kind of a weird thing. I didn't buy these for retail. I had a friend who worked at Nike mm-hmm. uh, pick these up for me. So I got them for 60 bucks. Nice. That is about what I would be okay with spending. <laughs> so I'm not worried about The only regret that I have is that I didn't get all the available colorways because I almost did. When he was like, I can get you anything off here. And I was like, oh. And I like sent him some stuff. And he's like, which ones? I was like, I'll just start with the purple ones. And I was like, no, I should have gotten the purple, the red. And the, there was like another, there was like an all white one. Mm. I almost got, I almost just had him get all, all of them. Because I could get them for 50% off retail. Yeah. So you could have had all three for like 150 bucks. Exactly. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. But if they hurt your feet, that's probably a good thing. That was my, see, that was my thought. I was just like, ah, I want to see. And then, of course, I went back and then they were sold out. So I couldn't. Yeah. Well, and they're also not like that crazy sought after of a shoe. Like if you desperately need either of those colorways, I feel like you can snag those for like retail. Dude, or less, they're, right? they're at retail right now. So right. that was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting. They're, they're still at 170 if I were to buy yeah. them right now. I do so. feel like the Spizike, for me at least like that would be one of those shoes that if i did have one i would just now i've got one yeah i, yeah. That, I would not need all the colorways of that shoe i'd just be like yeah here's a spiz like you know yeah yeah absolutely dude i gotta pee so bad i'm sorry i'll be okay. right back <laughs> i'm gonna pause the recording oh okay <clears throat> there we go yeah, I like you. I like you fell off the wagon like two days ago and you already can't handle your liquor. Got to be pausing <laughs> no. fucking podcast to go piss. Uh, yeah, that's my own. I, I've always had to, like, You're it's always been a miracle. You're out of practice. I am out of practice. No, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like that once I do break the seal, you know, then that's it's over. game over. But. <laughs> so I'm curious. But I got to give you shit. You should so. definitely give me shit for yeah. sure. Uh, I'm curious, Nick, have you really looked over the Spizike uh, lineup or like what's no. out there? Al? No, I saw a few of them. Like I saw the one Sam had on if, our other episode. If you had to it. get one, what color would you get? I hate that I'm springing this on you now, but what color? I don't know. Is there like a, like a, I don't know, like a white and gray and maybe some other color one. That one that Sam had was actually pretty cool. What was the that one. called? The wolf gray? Yeah, the wolf gray one. Yeah, I wasn't mad at that. That was cool. Um, I really don't think I would get a pair of Spizikes, though. Like, I would get a pair of fours or a pair of fives or a pair of threes, like, before I got a pair of those. Yeah, I could see you getting maybe. Let me see. Am I getting it right? Is this one that you would get? Watch, it won't load. (laughs) Of course, it won't load. I. There's, yeah, there, like, I, I understand, but it is, it's just like the, all the elements of my favorite. Yeah. 
shoes. No, I'm not mad at you for liking it. I I like I get why people like it. I just personally, for me, it's like not a shoe that I could see myself really mm-hmm. buying. Like maybe if they did a really cool, like hyped up one, because mm-hmm. I'm the hype beast. Like if there was one that was really rare and valuable, and like unique for some reason, like some collab of some sort. I might go for that one, but this is my personal favorite one that I'm probably like. I feel like if I get another Spazike, I'd get this one. This is the um, the Nyx one. Okay, yeah, that one's that one's a little bit similar to like the the M M&M and M fours. So right? that's exactly one of your favorite. Yeah, one of your favorite sneakers that you're probably never gonna have. I'm never going. Not probably. I'm never. Buy, I, I mean, even if, if you if you're like a a billionaire someday, like you could probably snag a pair of them. But dude, like, here's the thing, Nick. Like, I started my business with less money. I'd rather invest it in a in a somebody in a startup. If I'm gonna just yeah, throw no, money but, away, but if at you're a billionaire. Yeah, but if you're a billionaire, you could do both of those things. I'm too nice. I will never become a billionaire. <laughs> like, I know that's that. true. I but am like, too if nice, you I were, can... then you oh. could have those M M&M and M fours, and it would it would be like such a tiny percentage of all of your money that it wouldn't matter. Yeah, still forty thousand is a lot. Right, but if it becomes such a tiny percentage of your money, then it doesn't matter, <laughs> and you can do what you want. Right. Like there's a point when that becomes like 0.000001% of the money that you have. And you can, you can buy that like with the amount of thought you put into like ordering a Starbucks, (laughs) then like, then like, why wouldn't you have it if you want it? I don't know, man. I don't think I could ever. I don't know if I. I it's hard oh, for no. me to if, even project if I, to that. If I no. were that wealthy, I would enjoy the shit out of doing things like that. <laughs> I just don't know if I could yeah. do that. It's. I mean, I like the. It's one of those things. I mean, like, I would I be like very giving. Shoe. I would. Be, I would like give things to people as well, but I would really enjoy like spending outlandish amounts of money on really stupid shit. That would. That would be fun for me if I was like stupidly rich. Like if I have a billion dollars, yeah, I would buy some of the most ridiculous shit ever. I mean, I buy I ridiculous stuff, but I still don't know. I don't know if I could do that, man. I'd rather have like there's so many motorcycles <laughs> that I would buy before that that you are could have those two. So much less than that much. <laughs> nah, you gotta get the most expensive one. Get that 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 the what was a Kamazaki. <laughs> kawasaki dude for fuck's sake i have one glass of whiskey granted it's on an empty stomach but i'm like a little bit lit right now but like yeah that kawasaki what is the h2 is that the crazy fast one that's like 50 grand i don't know let me see like i I have to look that up i don't see i don't even like it's like even 300 horsepower dude it's like supercharged that's Uh, the one what is it called what is it called Kawasaki H2, I think, or H2R. H2R. There we is go. that a price? Thing? Yeah, it is. Is it fifty-five grand or something? It is like that? fifty-five grand. <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, I'm not full of shit. It Show is nine hundred that... and <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Wait, um... it's like a really cool fast bike. That is a very cool looking bike. It's some cool shit. Here it is. It's like um, it's not as crazy as I thought it was gonna be. 
it's just like the it's like supercharged so it's like 300 and some horsepower Mm -hmm. on like a light little bike so it's like outlandishly fast yeah i like that it's got the little green accents (laughs) yeah no and they made it look i think it's got a lot of carbon fiber like all the all the bits and pieces are like made out of expensive things yeah it i mean it's a cool looking bike (laughs) it's like yeah at that point i'd be getting those um i looked into uh like um motorcycle racing lessons they're so Mm -hmm. expensive (laughs) they're so expensive you got to get like a really like nice five grand oh, for those. and they, they provide the bike oh. and the gas, but it's like, whoa, we're not driving up helicopters at, up at the, at Portland international raceway. Yes. Yes. That's where that is. That's cool. I was that just, sounds kind of fun. I mean, I don't know if they're actually, you learn to do that at bike racing where you're like leaning over. So yeah, like touching, you're dragging elbows. (laughs) You're dragging your elbow. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like MotoGP. Yeah. I do have a secret, not so secret now, um, interest in that. Like I want to try laying a bike like, like that. That sounds so cool. Like going around a corner with the, yeah. 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 That sounds incredibly fun and it's so dangerous. Yeah, it seems like one of those things where if you don't know what you're doing, you just lay the bike over and like yeah. skin your knee a little bit. But they like they like teach you how to do that stuff. Uh, nice. Maybe so. I would be taking lessons in that. That's like such high risk too. Like it's crazy. Anyway. Yeah, you can definitely hurt yourself doing that. I I do I do like these shoes. Something that I want to say that kind of mm-hmm. like cuts back into like what we were talking about yeah dude this is the pair of shoes that i wore on my last comedy show <laughs> the last couple of comedy shows i did before covid shut oh, everything down yeah i remember you got those like a week before covid yeah. shut everything down yeah i did so, like and that last week you were wearing those yeah i wore them on stage on a couple of shows here nice. and there um none of the photographs reflect because they kind of did uh waste up but mm. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't do any high kicks in the my majority act. of <laughs> the majority sick. of people who photograph comedy shows in Portland do not focus on the sneakers, and that's I think that's the number one thing that needs to. Be that's changed. the biggest problem in the yeah, Portland comedy scene. It really is, and I, you know, and I have hope for the new administration. If there's a new administration, I full think body. That I think that should be one of their priorities. I think it's one of the more important things. Not only in Portland, but in the nation, that needs well, to change. I try to do that when I take photos of you, Nick. <laughs> like, well, thank you. I I try to keep that in mind. I try to get those those uh, those what, foots whatever in the shots. cool kicks I got going. All right. So, what was the thing that you had? The the now. Oh my my take on yeah, the election. Yeah, yeah. No, the What's thing. The main thing that I was like. Cause like with quarantine, we're all like, it's, we're still sort of quarantined. Like everybody's still at their own home. And I was, I was really feeling like, man, I really wish I had like friends over right now because it would have been so much more fun. It was just like, cause the first day of the election. So I'll I'll describe my whole day on Tuesday. So I started out, I text my buddy back home. We had bet on, on Trump and Hillary. $5. I had Hillary, he had Trump. Okay. And, you know, we, everybody thought in 2016, it was like, oh, Hillary's going to be, yeah, that's, she's a made man. It's like, that's the easiest shit. 
and, and I went home and I was a little nervous. I was like, this election, you know, my roommate was like, ah, it's bullshit. Hillary's going to win. It's rigged. And he said, I'll give you 20 to one odds. And I said, all right, I'll hedge my bets. So I was $15 up for the last four years because I got 20 bucks from him and I only owed five bucks to my friend. He gave me 20 to one odds that, that Hillary was going to win or whatever. Yeah. So like if Hillary won, I owed him a dollar. If, if Trump won, which he did in 2016, then I got 20. So anyway, I was feeling, you know, I crushed it. My gambling, you know, that was kind of my first foray in, into gambling i felt like uncut gems i was fucking killing the game <laughs> okay <laughs> so i text my buddy on tuesday morning i was like dude you getting in on this action we going in on round two he's like hell yeah dude trump easy money <laughs> this is how me and my buddy are and i was all like right. all right i got sleepy joe for five bucks he's like dude you're not giving me odds and so i looked up the vegas odds it was like 70 percent biden gonna win so i was like all right fine bro two to one odds yeah and the shit's still undecided. I still stand to lose $10 and I'll be a grand total of $5 up. Maybe I'll have learned my lesson. Anyway, so we're, I was watching the election, you know, and the shit started to go south. Now, granted, this is what was predicted by most people is it was going to look like Trump's winning because mail-in votes favor Biden and all these states can't get their shit together and just count the shit at the same time. So... Okay. <laughs> anyway, the shit starts going toward Trump, you know, on, on Tuesday. And we're all just like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is, this is, this is something. You know, so now, and then I went and looked at the Vegas odds and the Vegas odds swap favoring Trump like 80% on really? Tuesday night. Yeah, right around like 9 p.m. our time. Like when all those states were like light pink. Yeah the Vegas odds swapped to like, Trump's going to win this fucking thing. Yeah. I was just like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know, like I, have, <laughs> I love that. Like it's the Vegas odds. That's what's giving you anxiety. Not the actual results. No, I, I'm, it's not that I'm worried that I'm going to lose $10. I feel like I can handle that. Financially, that's not going to sink me. I've got money in the stock market. And so like, you know, the quarantine's been fine for me. Like it's been great. I've made money. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the problem, but like <laughs> fucking, I, I was just like, I, I genuinely like, I, I was trying not to be hopeful, but I'd read enough and watched enough news stuff that I was like, Oh, fucking Biden's going to take it. It's going to be a landslide. And it just wasn't. And I was like, Oh no, what if this fucking guy wins again? <laughs> yeah. I got to hear people complain about this fucking guy for four more years. Like that's a nightmare. That's almost the worst part. I know. <laughs> I'm like, so tired of hearing his name and like, his voice. And people I just want, I just want to like, be I know he's doing politics. deplorable shit too. <laughs> like I'm fully aware that he's doing horrible shit, but like the main thing that affects me as a straight white man in America is like people complaining and it being annoying. Like my life is awesome. Anyhow. <laughs> If you take anything away, uh, yeah. If you take is... anything away from this, very I'm lonely, aware of my privilege, but very and I'm awesome. Enjoying the <laughs> fuck out of it. Anyhow, yeah. And I, I, I also kind of like. I really just want to make jokes about the whole thing, because like that's how I handle my stress. Mm-hmm. And like nobody was having it that night. <laughs> like no. I kind of wanted like my friends from back home who are just as stupid as me and us to just hang out and make a bunch of jokes. Like, yeah, Donnie T's about to take it, bro. 
fuck yeah, four more years. You know, like, I'd just be horrible because, like, we know we're not serious, but, like, it's kind of fun and it's a way to relax and be silly. Mm-hmm. Because, like, just... I texted you, I texted you that night and you weren't having any of it. Like, I, before the election, like, right before the election, I cooked a steak, like, made out of beef. Yeah. Wild game, you know, because I'm, I'm a hunter. I listen to <laughs> Joe Rogan and shit. But, like, I cooked this steak and it was delicious. And so I text Bjorn. I was like, dude, I just cooked a steak that was made out of beef. Forgot how delicious beef is. Global warming is worth it. Trump 2020. Let's fucking go. And Bjorn just gave it a thumbs down. It was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, nope. I was like, God damn it. I thought that shit made me laugh so hard when I sent it and it bombed. <laughs> It was I just like, wanted to give it just like, I was just like, I ain't giving this shit. God <laughs> like, damn it. Because I, I was laughing so hard when I, I said that. I was drunk on my couch playing Mario Kart. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I know. And I, I, I was like, I was like, just such a shitty bomb to start the night off on. <laughs> well, I do not regret it. <laughs> the shit made me laugh. I just thought it would be funny to say nope <laughs> and just give it up. No, because if I ever put, put a panic, thumbs I thought, down oh, shit, What if he now actually genuinely thinks that I voted for Trump behind the scenes and I'm just being drunk and honest? And it was like, I figured you didn't think that. No, I didn't think that. But I wasn't 100% sure. And I was just like bummed that my <laughs> joke bombed. <laughs> Good, because that's what I was intending on. And I swear God it was the first it. time I ever used the thumbs down <laughs> i think it was ever ever i never i'm always just so optimistic and just like yeah mm. <laughs> yeah i thought you were gonna laugh at that i thought you were just gonna be like ah ha ha, ha fuck you i was like not in i was like mm, nope <laughs> yeah you see like it's 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 like that's the the thing i'm tired of is that like i just can't even i can't even go there with like joking around like there's like a part of me that's like yeah i want to just like hook a flag my motorcycle and drive around or whatever but like at the same time mm -hmm. like mm, nah i don't want to i don't want to play games with that yeah no somebody is definitely going to isolate a couple clips of me out of this podcast if they really care and paint a, paint a strange picture but like oh well what okay. are you gonna do no, I feel like I'm st I I don't think I would fly a flag or anything. But like with my friends 100% I still enjoy that joke. Yeah. They'll like pretend to be Yeah, they just like say outlandish shit and pretend to be a Trump supporter is still funny to me like with my friends. And here's the thing. I mm -hmm. also found it really funny to just shut you down fucking hard as fuck on that one. <laughs> That made me laugh. I was just okay. Like, so my nope. my text made me laugh, and your your text made you laugh. Yes, my response was just like I was just like it's on. <laughs> like nope, I can't give this shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, I think we should wrap this podcast up. This was really fun. Uh, this was a silly one. We were we were silly. We should drink way more. <laughs> I think that's. Kind of, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I'm completely encouraging you to to drink.
but like should i but like just in a podcast context and a joking (laughs) kind of the same context that i wanted trump to win in that text which is not at all but like i thought it was funny and so it's here's the thing i wrote a list of all the reasons why i stopped and none of those reasons mattered or (laughs) applied to my life anymore so i was just like what am i torturing myself about like i know like no i i've I also just wanted to prove to myself that I could not drink for a couple of days. So I yeah. achieved that by doing nine months, 10 months of it. Yeah. No, that's so. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. Do you have a thing? Do you have a thing or did you not prepare that either? Okay. For, I might not have okay. prepared a thing, but I think I got some solid improv. Okay. Okay. So Joe it. Biden wins the election. All right. But Donnie T's fucking gonna contest that shit, and he sends, he sends the troops in, sends the troops into Portland because we're the problem. Yep. And the troops find your house because they found out by hopefully listening to every episode of this podcast that you're gay, and they don't like the gays on Donnie T's fucking team. No. So they bust in. And they find some purple shoes, and they're like, that's pretty close to pink. And they fucking <laughs> take those shoes. Purple's a gay color, dude. What, oh, remember? purple's gay too? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Purple was, remember the whole thing with like the oh, purple. I guess it's um, on the flag too. The, no, there was like the whole thing. Remember the thing with like the Teletubbies? They're like, oh, the triangle purple guy's gay. Well, I, thought that that had, I thought that had more to do with the triangle than the color purple, but I'm I was like. I'm pretty sure the color purple is, let me. Dude, but like, but like pimps wear purple, and they're like not that it's gay. A, it's a royal color. It's yeah, a, it's it, the color I, I, of royalty. Yeah, I felt like purple wasn't like a full commitment to gayness, but like maybe if you're if you're on Donnie T's team over there, you might just like, you know, better safe than sorry. So right. anyway, they take they take your shoes because they're purple. My gay and, shoes, yeah, and that purple. might be gay. Okay. No, it is lavender, and they burn them. <laughs> In but a they ceremony. call it fucking lavender, which is gay for sure. <laughs> oh, it, okay, yeah, they like, called it lavender. <laughs> fucking lavender okay. shoes, and they're like, yeah. What so the they're burning those in a ceremony. <laughs> they're jumping up and down. They're listening to country music, you know. But you get the insurance payout. Are you buying a new pair of purple spizikes? Of these purple? No, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get the purple ones. I will replace them because I do. I do like them. Okay. Like style wise, like you said, so which all of my favorite. You replace I probably get the Knicks ones for sure. I for okay. sure get those Knicks blue ones because also I wear a lot of blue, and like, mm-hmm. and like I said, I it's a, it's a, it's a shift in in how I approach sneakers. Like now that I've over this year of like doing this podcast and stuff, like I want people to recognize when I'm wearing some heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like no, that's, even that's if it's 100%. like I know exactly what you mean. I feel even same. if I'm on like. The heat is like one on the stove of yeah, my shoes. Even if it's a simmer. <laughs> even if it's just like, yeah, dude, a light simmer. It's not even boiling, okay? We aren't even boiling. We're just steamy. We're just comfortable. It's <laughs> just comfortable and steamy. Mm-hmm. Like, I want people to like notice them. I think if I'm wearing any kind of heat and the part that I've been so, but the thing is, is I learned that from these shoes is like I'd wear them and nobody, like some sneakerhead people were like, oh, those are cool. But that was after I like kicked them in the face. No, <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> kick them in the face. But like, I, I was like, hey, did you like my sneakers? Because I'm a fucking shameless piece of shit. <laughs> and then they were like, I've oh, definitely yeah, like, 
I've definitely done sort of the same thing where I was like, those are cool. What do you think of these? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Like, yeah, the cool shoes and then just pause and just hard stare at them. (laughs) Yeah, just like, hey, I want a compliment. (laughs) I haven't had one all day. And you would recognize that these are cool because you like shoes, obviously. Clearly, you're wearing breads. Let's fucking do this. Compliment each other. need attention and validation. And you seem like you could give it to me. Dude, how funny would it be to make a pair of shoes? Like if I was was Virgil, I would Mm -hmm. do my next off-white collab. Would just say, instead of like air, they would say like, validate me. With quotes on it. <laughs> I swear to God, that is every hype shoe. It's just like, I like it. <laughs> it would say like, on the right, it would say, attention, attention. And the left would say, validate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, validate me and give me attention. I want attention. Give me validation. Validation. <laughs> Hashtag validation. That's my, yeah. that's Dude, my make new. those shoes. I would wear those. Those Dude. are honest. Those are or a t-shirt that would just say validate me <laughs> in quotes. Yeah. I like, mean, we do stand-up comedy, so it's like those shirts are for us. If we're Dude, That's honest. a great merch idea for our podcast. <laughs> it is validate me. And it's just <laughs> suggestive enough to be like, it sounds kind of dirty. Like, in a way that you can't quite put your finger on, but, like, it sounds kind of dirty, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a great merch idea. I'll make it. I'll make it. I wrote it down. Fuck yeah, dude. This is our best, this is our best merch idea ever. <laughs> the best merch. On, on, on episode. So far on this podcast, this is the best merch idea we've come up with yet. It is. Validate me. Uh, I'm going to make it happen. All I right. might just be drunk, but, like, I don't think so. Me too, but I'll think it in the morning for sure. Cool. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this episode. Thank you everybody for listening. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Anywhere you get your podcasts, we have new episodes every Wednesday. That's going to do it. Thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye.